Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So my best source ever, uh, my buddy 279er, sent me something this morning, and I, I, I think he nailed it. I think he nailed it about the Mar-a-Lago rate. I really do. But it can be seen two ways. One, oh, wow, this is genius. And another, man, they really screwed up. I'll explain what I mean. Big show today. One quick note, Florida, New York, Oklahoma as well, where my sister and brother-in-law live. Vote today, Tuesday, August 23rd. You got to go out and vote. School board elections, local elections. That's where the action happens. Florida, New York, Oklahoma today. Please don't forget. Thank you very much. All right, let's get to it. I've got news for the turkey hunters in our audience. Spring's around the corner, and if you're gearing up for a successful season, you're going to need a couple of things. One of those things is the single-shot turkey camo 12-gauge shotgun made by Henry Repeating Arms. Let's say you're out in the field and you've managed to call a turkey in a range, and now it's time to make your shot count. And you can do that with a Henry shotgun because they're reliable and accurate right out of the box, especially with the turkey choke tube that's included. And if they're fully adjustable, Fiber optic sights aren't enough. It's easy to mount a red dot since it's already drilled and tapped. Henry's shotguns, rifles, and revolvers are made in America with the quality craftsmanship that Henry's are famous for. And you'll get a lifetime warranty and a 100% satisfaction guarantee that protects your purchase for generations to come. Make sure you go to their website. It's henryusa.com and order their free catalog. They'll mail it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and free decals. You're going to love these firearms, and you're going to love this company. All right, Joseph, let's go. Take me to your leader. Yeah. Yes. Well, let me tell you something. Um, <laughs> Joe Biden may be the president, but he's not my leader. My because what's going on right now, there are the disgusting, we're coming out firing yesterday. Uh, yeah, today. Um, I'll get to that in a second. Too. Hold on. I got a dollar. The, no, I don't. The disgusting third world corrupt. BS tactics going on to the asymmetrical leak game where the intelligence community and the Biden administration are leaking information out to destroy and damage Trump after this Mar-a-Lago raid and then fighting his ability to fight back so that you can see the affidavit is some serious third world BS. Here's what I meant about it last segment yesterday on the radio show and the podcast. I was a little hot. Um, I always love your feedback for about 10% of the audience. I guess, you know, it was a little too much. I can be a little too fiery and emotional sometimes. I totally understand the show's for you, but I can't fake it. I'm sorry. To 10%, my sincere apologies. I mean it. I want the show to be uh, educational, informative, and pleasant for you. Uh, but I I just I have to be me, and I, I'm not going to fake it. And I was really, really fired up. Like some people were tweeting, gosh, this is like a new level of Angry Dan yesterday. <laughs> um, and it was a new level of angry Dan because, folks, 
We are now living in the third world. We're living in the actual third world. I mean, things third world countries do are being replicated here. Here's what I mean. Look at this report out of the Washington Examiner. It's, I just don't want to link to the New York Times. I'm sorry. It's covering a New York Times report, but whatever. Washington Examiner, 300 plus classified documents found at Trump's Mar-a-Lago report. That was at the New York Times report. They note the initial trove of documents in the National Archives and Records Administration collected in January included over 150 documents with classified markings and seizures in June and August brought the total up to more than 300, sources told the New York Times. Sources. So Donald Trump's team is begging for transparency. Please release the hounds, release the affidavit so we can see what you're accusing me of. The Department of Justice and the Biden administration is fighting that while simultaneously like total sleazeballs. They are leaking to the media in what Jonathan Turley, a lawyer who comments on Fox News a lot. He's not a conservative, by the way, from what I know. He hasn't told me his politics, I'm guessing. What he calls litigation by leak. This is information warfare. We are now living in the third world. The FBI and the DOJ have chosen to litigate this thing publicly using asymmetry and asymmetric access to records. They refuse Trump's team access to the records while they hold the records and leak damaging information to the media. Fire every single sleazeball involved in this thing. Everyone, everyone <sighs> told you it'd be a little, I can't, I can't, I'm sorry. I can't fake it. I just can't as a federal agent. And as a guy who put his own ass on the line, you know, and, and, and nearly lost my family and everything to protect Obama, Clinton and Democrats. Cause I believed in the constitutional Republic when I lost, it's hard for me to digest how FBI agents and DOJ officials who are swearing to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States, are acting like third world dictator, you know, jackbooted thugs here. I can't play this clip enough about the intel community. Every, everyone has to be fired. Everyone. 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 Everyone involved in this. No excuses. Chuck Schumer warned us about this on the Rachel Maddow show. When you mess with the intel community, he's talking about the FBI, CIA, and otherwise, they'll get back at you. So apparently this has been a problem for decades, and everybody just lets it happen. The intel community apparently just runs the government by themselves. Check this out. You take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. Now, back to this Washington Examiner piece for a minute with the screenshot. I want you to notice something. Because the FBI and DOJ can't keep their mouth shut we have the most corrupt attorney general in United States history, Garrick Marlin, a, 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 a total life loser at this point, a life loser. Remember Jessica Tarloff on the five? Uh, he called him a loser. That's because he does loser stuff. You don't want to be called a loser. Don't do loser stuff. They're leaking, Jessica. Did you miss this? They're leaking to the New York Times. To damage Trump when giving him no ability to defend himself. And what they're suggesting, if the left was smart, they're morons, they're not. If the left were smart, the left would be saying to themselves, well, they leaked that Trump had documents that had classified markings. Notice they didn't say they were classified documents. 
Oh, 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 oh. Do you mean there could be a difference? Uh, yeah. Number one, presidents uh, have the power to declassify documents. They don't need to file some formal thing. They can. We could discuss this yesterday. But second, because a document is marked classified doesn't mean it is any longer. Do I need to give this example again of the motorcade? When I was in the transportation section, protecting presidents of both parties, unlike the left who can't put their partisanship out, of, partisanship out of the way because they're tyrants. If you had a motorcade route, that motorcade route was classified many times. Why was it classified or for official use only? Because you didn't want terrorists to know where you were going to be driving so they couldn't set up and kill you. Probably smart. After the trip happened and the president drove the motorcade route and thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people saw and heard about it in the reports, it's no longer classified. Why? Because the information you're, was classified a day before, everybody now knows. So then people in the public who were to spread around the motorcade route, they just saw them be guilty in trafficking and classified information that they easily had access to. Did that ever, huh? Oh, oh, so that, so just because something's marked classified doesn't mean it's actually classified. Interesting how the DOJ and the FBI leaked that marked classified and Maggie Haberman and others at the New York Times, they just pick it up and run with it because it sounds really, really bad. Notice they don't tell you what the documents actually are. Maybe put them out there. Maybe we'd like to see. Maybe some of them are classified or marked classified. Text between Peter Stroke and his FBI girlfriend, Lisa Page. You know, two of the people involved in the spying operation on Donald Trump. Maybe we should take a look at that. What do you guys think? That'd probably be a good idea. I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that idea too. Now we know in more breaking news yesterday from John Solomon, it's just the news that the Biden administration, Biden, who has a history of grotesque corruption, you know, he is the big guy cutting himself in as the big guy, according to his uh, multiple reports on a deal with the Chinese Communist Party connected company. Uh, Joe Biden, the most corrupt human being to ever enter the White House, including Barack Obama, by the way, he makes Barack Obama uh, look like uh, Mother Teresa. Now we know the Biden administration was directly involved in this operation to target Donald Trump for marked classified paperwork at an unprecedented rate. How do we know that? Solomon got his hands on some emails. And apparently they note that the Biden administration, which claims, by the way, Joe, they knew nothing about nothing about nothing. Sergeant Schultz style. I don't know nothing. I know nothing. 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 That's Joe Biden. Fact checkers. Fact checkers. Okay, that's not really Joe Biden. Fact checkers. There we go. But these, that, the, the, the gist of it's the same. They claim to know nothing. That's really weird because a letter revealed that Joe Biden empowered the National Archives to waive any claims to executive privilege Trump might assert to block the DOJ from gaining access to the documents. They have the letter right there. Notes, I have therefore decided not to honor the former president, talking about Trump's protective claim of privilege. Now, you may be saying, well, that sounds strange. The current president can waive the former president's executive privilege. Now, why does that sound strange? Because it is. And if it goes to the Supreme Court, that'll probably be overturned like everything else because it's ridiculous. But now we know the unprecedented weaponization of government badges and guns in the FBI. Badges and guns can take your life and take your freedom. And the use of the FBI as a political uh, uh, weaponization, a, a activist uh, enforcement team, a bunch of bouncers for the government. We know this unprecedented action happened, and we know the Biden administration knew about it. 
Now, none of this should be surprising to any of you about Joe Biden, you know, the big guy. He is a corrupt, grotesque individual who is a liar. He is a plagiarist. He is disgusting around other people, by the way. I'll leave that for another day. A really very disgusting human being. Um, his, his family are, are just horrendous, awful people. The people who are involved in these foreign dealings and leveraging our government, what they're doing is disgusting. I use my words very deliberately. We also know Joe Biden has a history of abusing his power to target his political opponents like he did with Donald Trump. Remember this story? New York Post. Joe Biden may have personally raised the idea to investigate Mike Flynn. Peter Stroke, the same guy, the FBI guy, you know, was involved in the Spygate operation, had a handwritten note. You remember this? We covered this last week. The handwritten note indicated VP Logan Act after a meeting, apparently, at the White House. Apparently, the vice president may have been the one who brought up the Logan Act to prosecute Mike Flynn. Also something unprecedented that had never been done in U.S. history, in addition to raiding a former president. So Joe Biden may be behind the decision to use the Logan Act, something never successfully prosecuted in the history of the United States to go after Trump's national security advisor. And Biden's team was directly involved in the decision by the National Archives, a decision, a a key in the decision-making chain that resulted in a search warrant served at a former president's house. The man's disgusting. I'll get to what my, my man 279 in a second too, because 279 made a great, great point about what they're really up to here. Could be taken two ways though. Now, the worst part about this whole thing is they keep insisting through leaks, through as John Turley calls it, litigation by leak, as they try to damage the Trump administration, they keep insisting that the documents are marked classified, implying with a wink and a nod, Joseph, that the documents are classified, despite no evidence that's the case. Donald Trump, in his sole discretion, has the management authority to declare things as personal papers. That is the ruling of a federal court, Amy Berman Jackson, Amy Berman Jackson in 2012, period. They always leave all this stuff out, the media. Making matters even worse that I don't believe these papers were classified and I have actual evidence to back it up and legal precedent, maybe marked classified. There's another piece that came out, Rifkin and Casey put up in the journal yesterday. The Trump warrant had no legal basis. They make this point, they drill this thing into stone this point. There's a difference between marked classified and classified. They note making a former president's records available to him, the president, the Presidential Records Act doesn't distinguish between materials that are and aren't classified. This was a deliberate choice by Congress as the existence of highly classified materials at the White House was a given long before 1978. And the statute specifically contemplates that classified materials will be present making this a basis on which a president can impose a 12-year moratorium on public access to said paperwork. In other words, there is no avenue to get off this highway for the tyrants who raided President Trump's house and Melania's underwear drawer. There is no avenue. Number one, because they were marked classified doesn't mean they were classified. Number two, the president, Donald Trump, former president, has already said He declassified the material and he's done so publicly on the Russiagate stuff. Number three, the Presidential Records Act doesn't even make a distinction. And if this thing is litigated, the fact that the president had information that even may be classified still isn't a ground ball for them. 
There is no off-ramp. None. Now, the greatest source ever, the 279er, he sent me this. He's like, Dan, I think I know what they're up to here. He said they're obviously trying to damage Trump so he doesn't run again. So let's look at this two ways. He says, first, his theory on this is they're going to use Trump's attacks on Hillary Clinton for having the server with classified information on it against him to say, look, he can't run again either. This is lawfare, okay? Lawfare, this is from October of 2016, just so you know. Lawfare, these are buddies of Jim Comey. The lawfare crew and Comey are tight, okay? They're, they're not conservatives. They're lefties. They're trying to defend Hillary Clinton here. This is after the Comey speech where Comey says, you know, no reasonable prosecutor. Uh, what was it? The July 5th speech, Joe, and no reasonable prosecutor would prosecute Hillary Clinton. You got, you all remember that, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So after that, the lawfare group, the lawfare group, which is friends, had to jump and defend Hillary Clinton and Comey. So they note, and they defend Comey's decision as follows, that some argue the prosecution was warranted because not all of the relevant laws require intent. An important, potentially applicable one, 18 U.S.C. 793, remember that, 793, 793, requires only gross negligence. Okay, just track me for a minute. You can read on, but it's, uh, it, I don't want to belabor the point here. Comey's friends at Lawfare saying Jim Comey's decision not to prosecute Hillary Clinton, which Loretta Lynch at the time, the attorney general, said she would respect, which is an, a total reversal of how the process is supposed to work, by the way. The FBI doesn't make prosecution decisions. They do investigations. Forget that. That's for another day. Loretta Lynch knew what Comey was going to do. I have little doubt. One of the things they're talking about here is that gross negligence is a, a standard for prosecution, meaning if Hillary Clinton had in a grossly negligent manner trafficked in classified information, she could be prosecuted. And then they go on to defend her there, say there are many hurdles to this, even assuming gross negligence standard is the right one here. So you get what, what, what lawfare is saying? Okay, she may have been negligent, but there are a lot of hurdles here, and we're not sure this is even the right standard. Look at this. Brilliant by my man 279er. Here's the Trump affidavit parts we've seen at least. And note the charge they're trying to charge him with. 18 U.S.C. 793. Gross negligence. So his theory, which I agree and disagree with a little bit, a little bit, 279er, you can uh, respond back to me, is that, well, you wanted Hillary prosecuted for gross negligence, but we're going to show you were grossly negligent too by keeping classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. Now, I think he may be right. There's a problem with that, Joe. Hillary Clinton's information on a classified, uh, a classified information on a private server meets gross negligence. Donald Trump keeping papers locked up at Mar-a-Lago with Secret Service protection full time at the facility isn't even close. Second, though, and here's a way I disagree slightly with the 279er. This is going to be a, 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 a tough road to hoe for them. You may say, well, they're charging him with it, so he's right. Maybe, maybe, maybe so. But if Jim Comey, the FBI, Loretta Lynch, and the AG said, no, this doesn't meet a gross negligence standard because no reasonable prosecutor would prosecute it, then how the hell are you going to charge Donald Trump with the same thing? <laughs> when, when the facts are even better for Donald Trump, far better.
I guess we'll see. But a brilliant theory by the great 279er. 793 makes its appearance again. Gross negligence. All right, let me get to this. And the New York Times added again, trying to interfere, uh, excuse me, uh, social media companies, as reported by the New York Times, added again, trying to interfere in yet another election. This is just getting really weird. I'm telling you, we're living in the third world. It's, it's a fact. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Do you know that studies show that high blood pressure is the number one risk factor for mortality and one in two adults have high blood pressure? That's a 50-50 chance you're a walking time bomb. But you, not Big Pharma, can take control of your blood pressure with the help of 120 Life. 120 Life is a blend of great tasting superfruit juices and it's formulated with ingredients that have been shown to naturally help control high blood pressure and are endorsed by thousands of health professionals. Try it yourself, risk-free, with their two-week trial pack. Go to 120Life. Dot com and use the code DAN to save 15% receive free shipping. They're so sure that 120 Life can noticeably lower your blood pressure in two weeks that they'll give you your money back if you're not satisfied. You got nothing to lose but those high blood pressure numbers. Go to 120life.com, that's 120life.com, and use code DAN to save 15%. This is serious. It's your life we're talking about. 120 Life can help you. These statements have not been approved by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Folks, they're at it again. These social media companies, how the Federal Elections Commission, the FEC, is not involved here in a thorough sanctioning of, of these social media companies that have interfered in countless elections is additional evidence that the swamp is real and the system is rigged exclusively to benefit Democrats in elections. It's rigged. The social media ecosystem is entirely rigged to benefit Democrats. Liberals are almost never sanctioned, almost never on social media. While anyone associated with the MAGA movement, conservatism, or even moderate Democrats who object to liberal tyranny are sanctioned immediately and wiped off the face of the social media earth. New York Times reporting about it again, what Facebook is doing before the election now. Here we go again. It's not just Facebook. It's YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, other ones as well. How the FEC is not declaring this an in-kind donation to the left is, again, just evidence that the swamp wants this system rigged and rigged permanently. You know what an in-kind donation is? It's important you understand that. If Guy wants to donate to my campaign, if I'm running for president and says, listen, I don't have a lot of money, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you free production services for the entirety of your campaign. I'm not allowed to accept that without reporting the fair market value of it. It's what's called an in-kind donation. How Facebook and others sanctioning repeatedly conservatives and rarely if ever sanctioning liberal candidates is not an in-kind donation to the party and the candidates in general who are running against these people is a travesty and a grotesque violation of the bond between us and government. Here, New York Times, to fight election falsehoods, notice how they frame this, by the way, social media companies ready a familiar playbook. 
They note that Facebook's approach this year will be largely consistent with the policies and safeguards, says this guy here. They're going to post rated false or partly false. Keep that in mind for the future. I've got a story coming up about Snopes. Post rated false or partly false by one of Facebook's 10 American fact checking partners. Ha! Fact checking. Who are they? By the way, Facebook already admitted in court that they're not fact checkers, they're opinion checkers. I should have put that in the show. How did I miss that? That if you get one of those warning labels, it'll, it'll say false information before they can see the content. But in a change from 2020, those labels will be used in a more targeted and strategic way for posts discussing the integrity of the midterm elections. So again, just to be clear, Facebook is going to strategically target you using a bunch of hilariously misguided so-called fact checkers who Facebook already admitted in a legal proceeding were doing no such thing. They're just opinion writers. They already admitted this. And they're going to, if you question the integrity of the elections, okay, um, are any of these people then, again, showing you how the FEC needs to get involved here and start sanctioning Facebook and elsewhere. I demand these people who are questioning the integrity of elections, they should be sanctioned by Facebook too. Wait till you see who the people are. Check this out. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee and you can have the election stolen from you. How can you win with Russian interference, though? That's, That's a real what thing. I'm scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. He's an illegitimate president in my mind. Would you be my vice president for candidate? <laughs> Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election, and he was put into office because the Russians interfered. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. The president-elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. I mean, these people, by their own definition on the left, are clearly election deniers. Hillary Clinton and that treasure trove of Democrats, Jimmy Carter and others, Shouldn't they be preemptively banned? I mean, you just said you you can't question the integrity of election. You, ju you just said that. You see how this is asymmetric? Like the FBI and DOJ's war on America asymmetrically leaking, yet preventing Trump access to the information? You see how Facebook and social media companies surgically attach their lips to the ass of the Democrat Party? How is this allowed? How is this allowed by our FEC? This is so clearly an in-kind donation to one political party over another, that you pretending it's not is so hilariously ridiculous, especially considering the fact that fake book themselves in court, were, were, they were literally not figuratively forced to acknowledge that fact checkers do no such thing and are really just opinion writers. Those are the election deniers right there. Folks, there's a war going on, an information war out there. And I'm telling you, it has never been more important that we get away from these people, their infrastructure and their economy and build out the parallel economy. I saw a story this morning about a, uh, another uh, whatever, influencer, whatever you call him, getting canceled by Stripe, YouTube. I saw it this morning. Again, I'm with humility and respect asking you to please check us out. I hate to do it, but I've got to give you alternatives. If you want them, take them. If you don't, you don't. If you're on Stripe, get rid of them immediately. It is only a matter of time before they cancel you, I promise. If you are a conservative, you will be on their radar. 
them or one of those payment processors. Check us out at ParallelEconomy.com. We don't cancel people. We are a free speech platform. We're working with a number of people right now who've been canceled. The good news is, despite fake book, TikTok, and others, the parallel economy is exploding. It's not just that, it's Rumble. Rumble, you know I'm an investor, and here's a Reclaim the Net article. Rumble challenges big tech's ad dominance, launches Rumble ads in beta. Google ads thought they were funny, canceling a bunch of conservative websites from running web ads on the site. Okay, Rumble ads, we'll take over, thanks. Have a nice day. I canceled Google ads myself. I dumped them off Bongino Report. I don't want, I don't want your business, thanks. We got Rumble ads coming now. You can read the article yourself, be in a newsletter. But check us out at ParallelEconomy.com. And you'll be updating you on Rumble ads in the future. I had Vivek Ramaswamy on my radio show yesterday talking about all this stuff. He's got a, uh, I just, uh, I invested yesterday. He's got a conservative alternative to BlackRock and other stuff that believes in, you know, free speech and business. Had him on my radio show talking about it yesterday. All right. I've got the craziest video of a candidate coming up next. And then a UFO report from the Hill that really, really opened my eyes, folks. Joe's really into into this. I am too. Some of the language coming from the Hill is a little disturbing. And I think Joe and I, I don't want to speak for you, Joe, but I think we both agree they're preparing to tell us something. Yeah, I've, yeah I'm it's, with you. Omaha Steaks. We love Omaha Steaks. Tony's getting a little jealous uh, because he hasn't gotten his Omaha Steaks burgers. Omaha, we got to take care of Tone. Big Tone. Hook the hook a brother up. The Omaha Steaks semi-annual sale is here. Get 50% off site-wide. Save on mouth-watering favorites today. Go to omahasteaks.com. Shop the semi-annual sale where you can load up on all the delicious flavor you, flavor you crave at half the price. And when you use my promo code Bongino at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. Say big on delicious, tender, juicy steaks, big, beefy burgers, and uh, all, all kinds of delicious food. So much more there. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless value. With every purchase is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee because the food's amazing. That's why. Simply go to omahasteaks.com. Shop the semi-annual sale today. Don't forget to use the promo code Bongino at checkout and get an extra $30 off your order. Hurry, because this deal won't last long. Kickstart your spring grilling today. That's omahasteaks.com. Promo code Bongino at checkout. Minimum purchase and restrictions may apply. Visit omahasteaks.com for details. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. Before I get to the UFO thing, I just, because the elections, you know, we got Florida voting today, New York, Oklahoma. Folks, the Senate, where you know things aren't looking great in the Senate. They're looking okay in the House, but we've got a bunch of frauds, fakes, and phonies on the Democrat side running. Raphael Warnock, total fraud, leftist communist. We've got Tim Ryan in Ohio, pretends to be some kind of a centrist moderate. He's a nutbag. Just voted for the IRS Act, not the Inflation Reduction Act. I call it the IRS Act now because that's what it is. Ryan voted for that. He's running for Senate. And then we have this guy, the biggest clown I have ever seen run for office, a goofball and a joker, a daddy's little boy who's been paid his entire life by his dad to do nothing, a, 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 a pathetic human being who has never added a single ounce of value. You have John Fetterman, the Democrat nominee for Senate in Pennsylvania, who is one of the fakest human beings. Look at me. I've got a cohort sweater. Huh? Yeah, who bought it for you? Oh, dad <laughs> bought it for me. Oh, you've never had a job. Okay. You, so where, you know what? I'm going to get a car. I'm going to wear it on my show. I mean, look at me. I'm a, look at me, folks. I'm an oil rig worker. I have a car hard on. No, I'm not. I'm a talk show host, as I say all the time. And I've said 
over and over. Have I not, fellas? It's not a real job. This isn't a real job. I talk for a living. I had a real job once. This is not a real job. Dan, you're taking a shot at yourself. It's true. I talk. You work for a living. Oil fields, pilots, engineers, HVAC operators, electricians, plumbers. You work for a living. And thank the Lord Almighty, and I'm not using his name, that you do or the country wouldn't run. Truckers. My hat gets tipped to all of you. Fetterman's never had a job. Look at me if I grow a little patch on my uh, lower lip there and put a cohort on. You'll think I was a trucker once too. The dude has never had a job. His daddy paid for him. The guy is the biggest chump I've ever seen. Ever run for office. Not only is he a chump, he wants to release a third of the criminals in Pennsylvania jails. Why am I talking about a Pennsylvania case? Because it's a national seat. If we lose this seat, we could lose the Senate. And we're stuck with this idiot for six years. Here he is on video telling you Pennsylvanians, Pittsburgh, Philly, all you Pennsylvania folks out there. He wants to release a third of the criminals back into the streets. Yeah, keep voting for him, though. Don't worry. He's a dirt under the fingernails guy. I don't really know where that dirt came from, but didn't come from work. Check this out. He said something remarkable that I agree with. He said, we could reduce our prison population by a third and not make anyone less safe. If we could reduce our prison population, we could return these individuals back to their families, back to their communities, and and everyone is safer or better off and the outcomes are more are more just. Why wouldn't we want to do that? I was on a panel with our uh, director of corrections and he said something that I agree with and is that we could release one third of our inmate population and not make anyone less safe. Erroneous. <laughs> totally erroneous. Thank you, Vince. Gee, a man, a few words during the break. He looks at me, he's holy moly. What a lunatic. Yes. He's not only a lunatic, he's a fake. The most damaging political narratives in the world, I've said this often, right, are ones that change your pre-existing notion of who a person is. That's why the media is hiding the fact from you, the liberal media, not the conservative media, that this guy's Carhartt, patch under the lip, I got tattoos because I'm a tough guy routine. They're hiding you. This guy's daddy's little boy. Like all he's had is daddy's paid for him. So he's never had a real job. His whole act falls apart. He wants to release the criminals back in the streets. And you're going to vote for this guy? Listen, I get it. I get it about Mehmet Oz. I get it. I'm not here to kiss anyone else's ass. It has not been the greatest campaign over there. But I'll say one thing about Mehmet Oz. And by the way, Republicans are not the solution to all your problems, but Democrats are the cause of them. If you're not voting for Oz and you're voting for this guy because and he wants to dump criminals out in the street and look at this, just the news article, he wants to decriminalize all drugs and criminalize corporate price hikes, which will destroy Pennsylvania businesses. If you're voting for that because you don't like Oz's crudite commercial, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. Is the guy Oz going to turn out to be some great conservative? No idea. But I'll say one thing. I tried to get into medical school. I didn't make it. My brother-in-law is a doctor out in Oklahoma. He's a perinatologist. He delivers high-risk pregnancies. Super smart guy. Love him to death. One of my best friends in the world. 
And for all the knocks on the Mehmet Oz folks, all right, the guy's a first-time candidate. Hasn't been the greatest campaign ever. Point stipulated. I understand. Man went to medical school and earned his keep. That's just a fact. I don't know. Mehmet Oz dissed me on my radio show. Wouldn't come on. I have no personal loyalty to him whatsoever. But I'm telling you right now, if I was a Pennsylvania voter, there there isn't a freaking doubt in my mind I would run to the polls to vote for him over this total loser on the other side. I don't know how this is even close. I get it. There's ill ill will. So you're going to let a guy who wants to empty the prisons out decriminalize all drugs, all fentanyl, all that, all of it, fentanyl too? What about that? Guy who wants to criminalize capitalism? Please, Pennsylvania. I lived very close to you in Maryland. <laughs> right, Joe? Western Maryland. Throw a rock. You, yeah, you, be, you see it from your house. <laughs> please, please protect us from this guy. I am asking you as a friend, please save us from this guy. Okay, enough on this loser. So this UFO story has me, I mean, maybe an understatement to say fascinated. I have an uncle, uh, Uncle Lou, good man, love him to death, has some of the greatest comic books I've ever seen in a collection. Smart guy. And uh, we were younger. He had this fascination with UFOs too. And you talk about it a lot. And um, it got me really into it. So I've been following this pretty closely. I see this story pop at the Hill. and Joe knows a lot about this too. Congress implied, I read this headline and I'm I, candidly, I had to read it twice. Cause I'm like, okay, it's a Hill. It's a left leaning outlet, but you know, when it's not politics and it's like UFO stories, the Hill will try to play it straight. You know, politics, they always play it lefty. So I see this headline. I'm like, is this right? Congress implies UFOs have non-human origins. And I'm thinking, okay, I ran for Congress. I didn't win, but I met a lot of politicians doing it. Politicians don't do anything by mistake. I've said that repeatedly. Everything's deliberate and done for a reason. Why would they imply that if they didn't know something? We don't. Listen to this story. Listen to every word of this. Screenshot number one here. Check this out. So apparently they revised the definition of UFO to include transmedium objects, which according to lawmakers, transition between space and the atmosphere or between the atmosphere and bodies of water. Why, 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 would, why would they revise? Well, hold it. Keep that up there. Why, why would they revise that definition if they didn't know something? Yeah. What, you think it's just they were bored on a Sunday? They note the Hill. In short, members of a key national security focus committee, that's important, believe that objects of unknown origin are demonstrating remarkably advanced technology, moving seamlessly between space, air, and water. A report accompanying the legislation notes that transmedium threats to the United States national security are expanding exponentially, folks. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah. You think Congress people who care nothing more about what? What do they care about? Staying in power. That's it. That's, that's all. I, who are terrified of being called conspiracy theorists and nuts are going to go on the record worried about transmedium technology seamlessly transitioning between the atmosphere and water if they just like some random dude writing a comic book made it up, it, it gets worse. The Hill, look at this, goosebumps. I'm not, look at that. Look, check that out if you're watching on Rumble. Yeah. It goes on the piece. It strains credulity to believe that lawmakers would include extraordinary language. Yeah, you think in legislation without compelling evidence, the Hill notes. 
Perhaps members have seen the classified sensor data that prompted former President Trump's director of national intelligence to state that UFOs exhibit technologies we don't have and we are not capable of defending against, end quote. Most strikingly, Congress's new definition of UFO excludes, excludes man-made objects. Well, if they're not made by man, because that definition is excluded, then who are they made by? Folks, I, listen, I want to be really, really transparent with you here. I, I've got a few friends, and I'm not going to claim I have some deep like insights, but a few friends who are familiar with the activities up on the Hill claim this is a really big concern up there. Apparently, the sensor data, various types of sensors, uh, sensors thermal, uh, radar, infrared, sensors on planes, when you marry up that data, something's not right. It's not a mistake. It's not a blip. It's not an atmospheric phenomenon. Some of it is, but that's not what this report is about. This is about things that, and phenomenon that legitimately cannot be explained by human activity. And if it's not human activity, then what kind of activity is it? What does Congress know? I get the feeling they're about to tell us something. Now, very sober analyst. I don't mean drinking sober. I mean a guy who doesn't get hysterical about anything. He's Tom Rogan. Tom Rogan was on Tucker a bit ago. And Tom Rogan addressed just this, that it's not apparently just the United States who've had this issue with objects that don't appear man-made, doing things that are not supposed to be able to do in our atmosphere. This is a, I don't know how I didn't see this clip sooner. This is Tom Rogan talking about Russia and other countries who may have lost pilots to these things. His words, man. Now, my God, this guy's not some hysterical conspiracy guy. Check this out. Russia and China have literally lost aircraft yeah. chasing these things. So they're not Russian or Chinese. So we have a declassified British government document, which is a research document into UFOs that points out a couple of times, actually, that about four Soviet pilots, perhaps Russian pilots since, were lost at trying to engage these aircraft. Were killed. Were does, killed, Does yeah. it say how? It doesn't say how. And I haven't been able to find out how. Uh, I did hear from someone, though, engaged was an appropriate term to use, so oh. that they were trying to shoot these things down was the implication. Okay, so if Russia, yeah. China, and the U.S. have all had this experience, then these are not... These are not. And, and, and I think that's a pretty clear assessment on the part of the military. These are not made well. by human beings. No. Well, yeah, I think that's a fair assessment based on the capabilities, especially with some of the aircraft that the Navy have seen in recent years are manifesting, right? That, that you have things that are going hundreds of knots under the water, anti-gravity, instantaneous hypersonic acceleration, uh, that you have uh, basically capability performance without jet propulsion. Right. Uh, this stuff is not stuff that China or Russia have anywhere near the capability or of. Or that physics can explain. Exactly. So, so why is the Pentagon lying about this? Why have they lied about it for so long? I mean, you know, that's, that's the golden question. I think one reason is that they, a lot of people in the Pentagon fully don't understand what this is. I think they come to the conclusion it ain't from here. Yeah. But beyond that, they're some flummoxed. And you I, think they have come to that conclusion? Yes. 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 Confidently. They uh, think this is extraterrestrial, just to be totally blunt about or it. Or extra dimensional, something extra. Let's put it that way. So uh, that's two comments from Guy and one show. Now, wow. That's a lot, maybe a record. So uh, again, you know, in the interest of transparency up on the Hill, you probably know something we don't. Journalists now know things that are putting out there about potential existential threats to humanity from technology we can't counter. But yes, let's keep spending money on the Green New Deal. Let's do that national defense. Don't worry about it. This is really frightening stuff. 
We don't want to piss off the aliens either. No, no, we don't. Not with technology like that. Oh, no. Subjugation and servitude doesn't sound like my cup of tea. Yeah, it freaks me out, too. Yeah, extra dimensional transmediation, transmedium, non-man-made technologies. Congress didn't do that by accident, okay? I'm sorry. Okay, uh, Gee, well, let's skip ahead to the video thing. I want to go to this Trump video next. I haven't seen this Trump video before. Just a little bit of a comedy break. It's short, I promise. But this is hilarious. How did I miss this again? Um, and then Ron DeSantis strikes again. And then a new low for fact checkers. Really? After Yes, it gets even worse. Big show today. You ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris, the action star, world champion, black belt, and U.S. veteran? Well, I saw a video he made. I was shocked. He's in his 80s. He's still kicking butt, working out. He looks amazing. He stays active. I mean, a guy looks like he's in his 40s. What's even more shocking is he's stronger, can work out longer, and he has plenty of energy left over, keeping him sharp and focused. Chuck Norris is able to do all this because he made a simple change. It makes him and his family feel great. He made a special short video, explains everything easily to you. Make sure you check it out today. By going to chuckdefense.com slash Bongino could change the way you think about health. That's chuckdefense.com slash Bongino or text Bongino to 511-511. You won't believe how simple it is. Be prepared to be amazed. The guy seriously looks incredible. That's chuckdefense.com slash Bongino or text Bongino to 511-511. Message and data rate supply. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Here's a hint that involves this stuff. It's really good. Okay. So uh, this is just kind of funny. I just saw this pop the other day. Did you guys ever see this video, Trump? No. With Kim Jong-un? <laughs> and he's the press is taking pictures of this bilat meeting of Trump. And he walks in with Kim Jong-un, who's obviously, he's lost a little weight, but was obese at one point. And when he walks in the room, Trump, in a total alpha move, he looks over to the press and he says this. Very nice. Getting a good picture of everybody, so we look nice and handsome and thin. Beautiful. Are you going to make me look skinny? And then the, the, the North Korean translator translates it for Kim Jong-un, who's like, you know, rocking a few extra LBs. That is one of my, fa- I've never seen that. That is instantly a top five with Donald Trump. If you watch it on rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino, the camera, I know the camera guy pans folks right over to Kim Jong-un. You got to see the video rumble.com slash Bongino. It's really good. We'll put it on Eclipse channel today too. It's worth you checking out just for that alone. You can go to my uh, rumble.com slash Dan Bongino show clips. If you just want to see clips of the show, that's fine too. Okay, uh, some good news. You know, I'm a big fan of Donald Trump, also a huge fan of our governor down here in Florida, who's fantastic, Ron DeSantis. This, I, you know, you know the current thing? You know the left with the current thing, right? You got to wear a mask. Your vaccine is great. You got to support Ukraine or you're a crazy person. Don't even ask any questions. Ron DeSantis gets asked a question about all this current thing stuff and masking and the vaccine and all this stuff. And for, like, this is just a minute of it, but he just fillets the current thingers. And calls out the pseudoscience about the mRNA vaccine. And I'm just bringing it up. And the reason I play this clip, I know it's kind of the Ron DeSantis strikes again is, is funny. And we'll get to it in a second. But that clip I posted yesterday in my show of me saying how much I regretted taking this vaccine. You know, it's just weird how some conservatives out there, or again, claim to be conservatives, 
attacked me for it yesterday, which again is really, you know, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, we've, I, I told you, we've had more problems with fake conservatives wow. over the last few weeks than anything else. The, the January 6th dude who, you know, that guy, the, the Phillips guy. I mean, it's just, it's par for the course, man. You just, you know, it is what it is. But um, yeah, that one kind of stung. I mean, I explained the situation with the cancer and the wiping out of the immune system. Right. And, you know, and you would think like, Oh, okay. Well, this is a moment where we can all learn from it because I'm acknowledging, but now others are like, remember who stood strong and who didn't weak. You're right. Totally weak. Just a pathetic human being. Sorry example for humankind. I do remember who stood strong in many cases. I do. And uh, the people who are saying some of that, it's all BS. I promise you. So uh, on a good note, a guy who stands strong a lot, who I've really come to respect, the Florida. Make sure you go out and vote today, but he's not on the ballot because he has no primary opponent, but Florida voting today. Uh, Ron DeSantis strikes again. Here it is. Here's Ron DeSantis going after the current thing. Check this out. Now people are doing, looking at the, the research, they're saying, oh man, the mass uh, will hurt the kids. Now we, we banned the mass in Florida um, uh, with, with the legislature, with the Parents' Bill of Rights and, and, and other actions. But, you know, the reality is that was not grounded in data. It was not grounded in evidence. It was basically the current thing. You know, people would put in their Twitter profile a mask and a, and a, and a syringe, and that was like their identity. And it was ridiculous. They lied to us about the mRNA shots. They said, if you take it, you will not get COVID. That is false. That is not true. And they continue to say, even now when the evidence is so overwhelming, uh, that not only is that not true, people that have multiple boosters, you know, you're, a, you're definitely at risk of getting it. There's no question about that. So, so it's just time and time again, I think you've seen ideology placed over over data and evidence. And then what happens is, is that they will say something like, okay, six weeks of masks will end COVID. So that's what they claim. It doesn't happen. And then what they'll do is they will kind of move the goalposts and say, well, you know, only 95% wore it. So now, and they will constantly uh, try to shift because they will never admit that their ideology was, was incorrect. That last part is the most critical piece of what he said outside of the poking fun of the current thingers, which is funny and is accurate. But the last part's the most important. And it's what, for the, what, eight years, whatever, I don't ever remember how much we've been doing, how long we've been doing the show. For the last eight years, that's what's bothered me most about the left. Despite overwhelming evidence in your face that the problems you claim to have solved, you either didn't solve or in many cases you actually made worse. Lockdowns, masks, taxes, lack of school choice, whatever the policy, you've made, the, you've made it worse. Education, healthcare, the economy, COVID. It doesn't matter. Lefties continue to vote for the same failures despite of kicking them right in the nads that what they said was going to happen didn't happen. And in many cases, the opposite happened. And they just keep going. DeSantis gets it. All right, here's the last story of the day. Snopes, this is hilarious. You say a new low for fact checkers? Believe it or not, yes. Here's the background. It involves Ron DeSantis in, this, uh, in Florida. So the left hates Florida because Miami's doing great. Florida's doing great. People are moving in here in droves. 
Um, it's getting more conservative. People are moving away from horrible, broken, failed liberal blue state models to come down here. Again, if you're a conservative, you're welcome. If you're a liberal, I'm asking you as a favor, please don't move to Florida. Nobody wants you here. Believe me, nobody wants you here. Please just stay where you are. I can't tell you what to do. I believe in free speech, freedom of movement. I am a, a liberty-loving American patriot. But I'm asking you as a favor. We just don't want you around. So they hate Florida. So they lie about Florida all the time. Death, Santis, all this other, despite that Florida fare, fared quite well uh, during COVID, despite the fact that Florida has a lot of older individuals who were more susceptible to COVID. Kind of weird how we fared pretty good despite having a more susceptible population. They don't like any of that. So the lies about Florida are everywhere. So there was an account on a social media account that had, a, I guess, a decent following and the, and the post went viral. It claimed that this is a list of banned books in Florida because, as you know, Joe, Ron DeSantis is, uh, what, are the Hitler comparisons out yet? A fascist, oh. a Nazi, communist, right. whatever. It, well, no, they love communists. Uh, a, a fascist. He's banning books. So people looked at the banned book list, including uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, which is on there. And we were like, really? That's kind of weird. Banned book list because, you know, my kids are reading that book or whatever. That's kind of strange. So it turns out the banned book list was just made up, but viral, it went viral on the left because the left are stupid and they'll believe anything. You understand the left are morons. They'll believe anything. So they spread this thing around. Now we have fact checkers out there like Snopes that could have easily debunked this thing and rated it as false. Oh, oh, earlier in the show, what was I saying? If a post is rated false or partly false, and it's censored on Facebook and you can't see it and it stops the spread of misinformation. So Snopes checked this. Is this list of banned books in Florida schools? Is this a list of banned books in Florida schools and libraries? Um, Bethany Palmer, again, a person with no human dignity whatsoever, apparently. That is false. It's a fake list. Everybody's had to acknowledge it. But notice how they rate it, Joe. Not false. They rate it originated as satire. That convenient, right? So now the left, the left can continue to post this fake, fake story about banned books in Florida to make DeSantis look bad. And yet it can continue to make its way around Facebook, Twitter, and elsewhere because it's not false. It originated as satire. I'm going to do that from now on, Joe. I'm going to say Joe Biden was born in Jupiter, not Florida, on the planet Jupiter. Oh, all right. And I'm going to insist that he's a space alien like that Hill report. Yeah. And then when I get fact-checked, I'm going to say... Satire originated as satire. I'm sure I'll get the same pass. It's all deliberate, folks. These people are very clever. They are very clever. All right. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe to the podcast. It helps us stay on the charts. Uh, I really, really appreciate that. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and rumble.com slash Bongino. It really helps us. And uh, as I said before, uh, if you're up for it and you're processing payments, ParallelEconomy.com, get away from these other companies. Fight cancel culture. We're doing our best to create this parallel economy. We need your help. ParallelEconomy.com. Check it out. Thanks, folks. See you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but... Are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. 
That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to. Be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen.